Welcome to the Occult London podcast. This is a new podcast dedicated to exploring magic, mysticism, the Kabbalah, as well as other topics. If you like the podcast, please write us a review and leave us a review on iTunes as it will really be appreciated and it will mean that more people get to listen to this and we can carry on making shows and creating more value for people. If you like the podcast, please make sure to visit our website at occultlondon.co.uk where you can subscribe to the show. I hope you enjoy it. As we've seen from the previous three episodes, we are currently exploring the world of the elements explored from the viewpoint of the four magical tools of the magician. Over the past three episodes, we have looked at the sword of the east the wand of the south, the chalice of the west. So now we come to the pentacle of earth in the north, which is otherwise known as the platter, the disc, the coin, or the pentacle. Pentacles, despite their name, deriving obviously from a five-pointed star or a pentagram, traditionally um, have very little to do with the old magical texts and were rather more magical and protective talismans inscribed with protective text and characters and we see them in in lots of different forms um, particularly in the old grimoires such as the key of solomon and also agrippa talks about them when he says the following as they're being used to foreknow all future things and command whole nature have power over devils and angels and do miracles in practice in the Western mystery tradition these days, they're usually a, a, an actual solid object rather than a piece of parchment. Um, so it's a flat plate or a round surface, often polished, and will often have you know different carvings on it or symbols painted on it as well. Um, they are occasionally also in the form of parchment or wood, and sometimes you can actually have ac- you know actual shields as well, so kind of body-sized, which would give you the concept of protecting the wearer in battle. So very strongly connected with the idea of protection um as gripper uh, agrippa said in his fourth book of philosophy and i quote but we now come to speak of the holy and sacred pentacles and sigils now these pentacles are as it were certain holy signs preserving us from evil chances and events and helping and assisting us to bind exterminate and drive away all evil spirits and alluring the good spirits and reconciling them unto us and these pentacles do consist either of characters of the good spirits of the superior order or of sacred pictures of holy letters or revelations with apt and fit versicles which are composed either of geometrical figures and holy names of god according to the course and manner of them, or they are compounded of all of them, or very many of them mixed. So the pentacle is the heaviest and the densest element within the scheme, and it represents, um, you know, the world of Malkut, obviously, the material plane, Isaiah, and also the kind of forces of the spiritual world in manifestation, but also this element of protection and really the kind of divine on the earth and this is something that William Gray talks about when he describes the pentacle as being a perfect symbol of earth we shall build no magical or material cosmos without it 
as we've seen from our discussions on the Tree of Life, and uh, if anyone no, if anyone hasn't listened to that, you can go back. Um, it's probably about thirty or forty episodes ago we did a series on the Tree of Life and the different Kabbalistic spheres. So go back and listen to that if you're not sure what I'm talking about. But um, as we've seen from that, all creation begins in the unmanifests of the the Ainsof Hour before emerging into the imagination of the divine and then eventually finding its expression in the form of the world or the microcosm of the earth. So the final hay of the tetragrammaton. So we have yod, which is fire, hay, which is water, vow, which is air, and then hay, which is earth. So the pentacle is normally placed in the north in a temple and it's representative of the earth but also the sun at midnight and the forces of death and rebirth. In terms of the direction of north, it's traditionally seen, as we've seen in programmes like Game of Thrones, as being you know this place where the cold is meant to come from, a place where you know there's these doorways to the underworld, Hades, also the land of the archangel um, Uriel, who's kind of symbolically seen as guarding the gates of paradise. The north is also representative of our bodies and the densest forms of matter. So also, you know, it's this place where the meat sack that is our body and our vehicle for our spirit, personality and soul. Um, and saying that this is not to, it's not to kind of put down the, the value of the body. Um, if you look at things from a Kabbalistic point of view, all things are holy. So the earth should really be considered as the densest form of divine matter rather than you know, this kind of Cartesian dualistic viewpoint of heaven is good, hell is bad, um, you know, matter is good, spirit matter is spirit is good, matter is bad, sorry. And dense matter is obviously all very relative, so it's also um, you know, although our physical body's ruled by this sphere this sphere, you also have to think about the Kabbalistic um view and concept there's a tree in every sephira. So then the north and the pentacle is obviously representative of the of the symbolic representation of earth and Malkut in every sphere on the tree of life, including Keta. So, and that's also why you kind of have, one of the reasons why you have this symbolic relationship between uh, Metatron, who's based in Keta, and Sandalfon, based in Malkut. So the concept of heaven is on earth, and earth is in heaven. And I think that's what Dion Fortune meant when she wrote in her book, The Training and Work of the Initiative, initiate the key to practical occultism is in the mind but no occult operation can be reckoned to be completed unless it be brought through to the plane of matter as we've said previously the pentacles normally are kind of it's normally a round piece of wood can be a rock think as well um, but they'd often have a symbol of the of, a, of a, a cross in a circle. It's quite a common one as being the cross of the elements or a pentagram. But in order to get it really kind of understand it, it really represents the magician's understanding and relationship with the universe. So the cross of the elements represents this cross of the elements. So all the elements conjoined. And the pentagram obviously represents all five elements conjoined with spirit, which is the basis of the, the uh, lesser banishing ritual of the pentagram. 
The Golden Dawn traditional pentacle has four elements in separate sections with the symbol of the hexagram painted over it and the holy names painted around it act, which basically act as representations of the forces employed for the manifestation of the inner self. So it's this almost like a landing a landing strip for this incarnation of the divine. So it's this unifying of all the elements to enable this uh, divine energy to descend. So again, it's quite symbolical of this intersection of uh, matter and spirit. As human beings, we are literally the house of God. Matter is spirit and spirit is matter. The pentacle is a symbol of the whole universe here and now. And time doesn't exist because this is actually all of the elements, all of the universes, all of the world conjoined into one symbol. And this is something that Crowley talks about in his instructions for the AA. And I just wanted to quote quickly. There is therefore nothing movable or immovable under the whole firmament of heaven, which is not included in this pentacle though it be but eight inches in diameter and in thickness half an inch. Fire is not matter at all. Water is a combination of elements. Air almost entirely a mixture of elements. Earth contains all, both in admixture and in combination. So it must be with this pentacle, the symbol of earth. In terms of other 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 elements, the pentacle has also had very strong connection with protection as well. Um, so obviously, we mentioned it, it used to be in a natural shield, so it would have been you know body size to protect the wearer in battle. If one imagines uh, knights in the medieval days, they they often wore very extremely heavy um, iron armor with shields, and you obviously get the, this kind of idea of heraldry from that point of view as well in terms of on the battlefield. In the magical form, it was also traditionally used to protect the magician during the evocation of spirits and similar op operations as well. So, for instance, the abbot Trithemius talks about it in his, um, his protective powers in his book, The Art of Drawing Spirits into Crystals, um, which is worth kind of checking out obviously the protective element are you know the north is protection and shelter so obviously this concept of earth and shelter and grounding as well and the shield pentacle is obviously something we place between ourselves and an aggressor but it also acts as a, a way of sharing things between people so we can share a burden or bear ye another's burden so a plate a sharing plate Similar to the concept of sharing with the, the chalice, but obviously with a more kind of material element rather than this pool of gratitude and love. Um, obviously, on the protection side, we're kind of shielded throughout our lives, um, you know, by our mother and father. Then, you know, you wear clothes. We have houses which protect us from the cold. And we obviously have our immune system as well, which is very relevant Um at the moment so the shield and the pentacle very much represent this malkuth this earth um, but also like a culmination of all these 
all the really difficult and hard experiences that we've had throughout our lives um, that we've had to learn, you tend to find that you know if you've had a difficult time growing up or you have a very hard time going through something, you get to the end and then you realise actually um, it was a really positive experience because it made you who you are, it made you strong. So we can, in that sense, we can obviously say that the shield or the pentacle is this kind of element of challenging us and forcing us to become stronger as well. So we start off as a young, innocent child, similar to the fool in the tarot, and we end up, you know, harder and stronger and more able to deal with situations. But at the same time, we obviously do lose elements of that innocence. And obviously... On that shielding part, I mean, the, the ego is very much part of that shell, um, which protects us and ensure us, ensures us survived. Ego is, in a sense, an armour of itself, and it also is a kind of burden that tests us and ensures that we are strong enough to carry the burden ourselves as well. And some spiritual traditions talk about getting rid of the ego and all of that stuff, um, getting rid of the personality and, you know, ascending into the light. Personally, I don't think that's necessarily the best thing to do. I think you can... Um, there are ways of becoming enlightened, I believe. I'm not saying I am. I'm just a student like everyone else. But um, I think there are ways that you can overcome some of those challenges and the personality becomes a vehicle essentially so if you imagine this concept of the chalice and what's in the chalice what does the chalice contain same way we could say the pentacle what is on the pentacle and from that point of view you can imagine that the spirit or say our higher self for instance you utilizes the personality or the ego to achieve certain goals and to learn certain lessons as well and um yeah william gray talks about this very this this protective power of the pentacle very nicely in his book um ritual magic methods which i'd highly recommend if anyone hasn't read that and i quote this is the sign and symbol of the protective power in life that shields me from potential spiritual dangers and averts those that attack me with injurious intentions. It will not save me if I approach dangers deliberately and in defiance of all care or caution. Nevertheless, I can expect the shield of God to cover me with confidence if I invoke it with a humble heart and hopes held high. Since we are blood kin to divinity itself, it is only natural that the divine protects its special people. Yet it does so with discrimination and discernment, whilst it also counsels caution. No good God is going to sanction idiotic acts and insane impulses. Common sense is always asked for and expected if a special shield is granted to a mortal man or woman. We dare not demand the privilege of such protection as an entitlement. So that's a quote from um, from William Gray, which I thought was it's quite interesting. It's talking about, you know, obviously this protective power of 
of the divine, but also in terms of this responsibility as well. So what what does that responsibility mean to us? Um, pentacles are also used for the evocation of spirits as well. So as we've seen, um, you know, pentacles are often used with regards to protection. However, uh, another method is used is also in practical magical ceremonies with the regards to uh, summoning of spirits. So we've seen in some of the, the old grimoires, the pentacle is worn by the magician around the neck as a protective device. However, in the Greater Key of Solomon, for instance, it describes showing the, the pentacle to a spirit as part of the operation. Um, for instance, on a quote from the Key of Solomon, If they then immediately appear, it is well. If not, let the master uncover the consecrated pentacles, which he should have made to constrain and command the spirits, and which he should wear fastened around his neck. Holding the medals or pentacles in his left hand and the consecrated knife in his right and encouraging his companions, he shall say with a loud voice, Here be the symbols of secret things, the standards, the ensigns and the banners of God, the conqueror, and the arms of the Almighty One to compel the aerial potencies. I command ye absolutely by their power and virtue that ye come near unto us, into our presence from whatsoever part of the world ye may be in and that ye delay not to obey us in all things wherein we shall command ye by the virtue of the god the mighty one come ye promptly and delay not to appear and answer us with humility if they appear at this time show them the pentacles and receive them with kindness gentleness and courtesy reason and speak with them question them and ask from them all things which thou hast proposed to demand. But if on the contrary they do not make their appearance, holding the consecrated knife in the right hand and the pentacles being uncovered by the removal of their consecrated covering, strike and beat the air with the knife, as if wishing to commence a combat, comfort and exhort thy companions, and then in a loud and stern voice repeat the conjuration. So that's just saying about how you, you they, they use these pentacles to enable them a to kind of to communicate and get get the spirit to do what you want, um, but it's also almost like a reward as well. So you show them that and you treat them with kindness. So it's almost like uh, a two sided thing there. So it can be good, can be can be bad. Um, <clears throat> so it kind of helps them to to, to sort of make sure it behaves etc and yeah i don't know people are kind of in two minds about where that's come from um it may be to do with that the the pentacle is meant to be a symbol of humanity and the controlling image of the elements and the elements are meant to control all things really um so it's like the magician tarot card if you can if people see that he has a table in front of him which has this sim symbol of the elements on it and the magician is the master of the elements so much higher up than some of these spirits from from that point of view um, in terms of the hierarchy and obviously as magicians and initiates our goal is to master the elements within ourselves so we become priests kings and queens able to control and master the elements of the entire universe 
and manifest on earth. So through mastery of ourself, um, we can really kind of program the pentacle and the symbol it represents and become a vehicle to to know ourselves and really kind of build that magical universe around ourselves to help others as well. So I hope um, everyone enjoyed that. That's what we've got time for this week. Thanks very much for joining us this week on the Occult London podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it. Um, please make sure to visit our website at occultlondon.co.uk where you can subscribe to the show. Um, also, it would be great if you can leave us a review or rate the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on because that will really help more people to see it and we can carry on creating podcasts so that everyone can enjoy them. Hope you've all enjoyed it and thanks very much. Bye-bye. Starlight thread